0: to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. And I am your other hostess, Becky Grimlin.
1: <laughs> <yelled>
0: Here to bring you spooky sp- sp- things on Wednesday because... Oh god, that's gonna get annoying. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna um, stop now.
1: Because Wednesdays are for
0: podcasts. Yay. yay! Every time I see a cat, I'm like... <gasps> My socks have been inside out. (laughs) This sock has been inside out (laughs) all day. That was was the best way ever to start the podcast. I was like, my sock feels so soft. Oh, wait a minute. That's how we're starting it. So, guys, my left sock was inside out all day. So, welcome to another episode. We are talking about all things Black Christmas today. Yes. We are officially one week away from Christmas, and yes, I want to throw up. We are. And, um... know why? Because who's ready? Because I'm fucking not. <clears throat> Christmas Eve is coming soon. I am not fucking ready. <laughs> you know, is anybody ever ready? Christmas Day is here. Are you ready? No.
1: I mean, I, I feel like you have those people that either, like, A, don't give a fuck, B, shop in, like, July, or C, literally, like, wait till Christmas Eve, and they go Christmas shopping. No
0: offense to y'all that wait till Christmas Eve, but come on!
1: You know, hey, some people, though, I have... In a very rare occasion, been one of those people, and some of you, I and some people who work retail or may work more than That's one true. job, I feel yeah. I feel for you. But hey, we okay, have online, you get a
0: break. We have online a-
1: shopping now, so there's there's really like no excuses that people should be waiting to the last minute because we have online shopping now.
0: We have Amazon. We, we have didn't have that Etsy, back in the day. We have, we have
1: that now. <laughs>
0: eBay. We have Wish. We have. Sits here two hours later. We have
1: <laughs> Yeah, naming off every single there's so many.
0: And um, she's just sitting there like Bitch, <laughs> are you motherfucking done? Because we, we done gonna, Are we gonna talk about anything? Are you done? <laughs> are you done? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Guys, work has made me so scatterbrained over the last few days. I'm I'm gonna be all over the goddamn place. Anybody so else been gonna be feeling that?
1: Work and the holiday, and all this other fun stuff.
0: Especially beginning six. to look a
1: lot like fuck this. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since last week, we also had a full moon and a Friday the 13th, which I always think Friday the 13th are good luck, but
0: that's just me. I mean, I do too. We had a great weekend though, guys. That Krampus haunt was legit. And Becky, for her first haunted house since she was Pretty what? Pretty
1: yeah, pretty much my first haunt.
0: We walked out. She goes, "Let's do it again." Oh, I, uh,
1: <laughs> I laughed hysterically through the whole thing, which I kind of figured I was going to. Um, Mostly because of me being scared at loud noises. <laughs> it was incredible. It was amazing. The decor, you know, I've I've seen a lot of documentaries of really well done haunted houses, and this one was very well done. So the decor and the costumes and the attention to detail was very impressive so I paid way more attention to that than I did most of the and I guess a lot of haunted houses are pretty typical in their scares I mean you kind of know if there's a door or something around that corner nine times out of ten there's gonna be somebody there so I just kind of took it all in for what it was and dense is incredible and I can't wait to go when they have their regular haunt in October around halloween uh you know it's it's there's a big reason why it's been such a popular haunt in ohio for a long 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 time it's one of the best ones in the country apparently it's in the top 10 yeah people come from all over and it's literally like you drive right past it and not even think about it in the daytime (laughs) except for when it's a haunt at night and it's all lit up and you're like whoa like it's right off the road but in the daylight Off season, you would never think anything of it. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking cool. Daylight, come and we
0: want to go. Did Beetlejuice pop in your head? It did. (laughs) It did. That's what happened. (laughs) I was like Beetlejuice. 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 Okay, guys. So we are going to discuss all three Black Christmas movies. We, of course, are going to discuss the seventy-four version first the 06 version afterwards, and then we will make sure to be like, if you don't want any spoilers, please pause or fast forward because we are going to talk about the uh, most recent one and there will be spoilers. Yeah. Yep, the one that actually just came
1: out on Friday the 13th. Uh, Indeed. Yes. Um, Indeed. I sort of think that even when going into a few spoilers about the newer one, uh, we're also going to give a trigger warning for women.
0: Because I feel like... <laughs> That is needed. If and some people haven't even like seen anything about it, they're probably like, what the fuck? We should have gotten a trigger warning. I just can't <laughs> just just I wasn't just ready. Saying. Just saying it wasn't ready. <laughs> it wasn't ready.
1: <laughs> Straight up Kevin Hart, like definitely was not ready. No. So um we'll kind of I think basically what we'll do uh, is just kind of give you guys a quick like imdb synopsis of the movie go into who's in it, and then kind of give you our rundown of what we interpreted it to be about and what we thought of it, basically. So, so
0: this first one was actually considered one of the first slasher films, too, wasn't it? We actually discussed this when we... If you guys go back and listen
1: to our Halloween episode that we did with Chris, it was incredible. It was a great... One of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Same. Um, <clears throat> we discussed this because of the timeline of when the first Halloween came out to when Black Christmas came out Black Christmas came out in 1974. So technically Black Christmas was the first slasher film. And uh, I think it was even before When a Stranger Calls. I think When a Stranger Calls was, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was after. That was sort of in the same year that Halloween came out. So around the same time within a year of of each other. So yeah, this one was kind of, and and it started the trope of, the holiday horror. So you've got Christmas, you've got Halloween, you've got Valentine's Day, you've got prom night, you've got you know. I mean, you've where's got, the Easter one? you got just well. It was done. In, it's been done in anthologies, but I have not seen one. And because an there's a full movie, Thanksgiving so I one. I think what's there it's be like? Full. Thanks, something or something about a turkey. What's that called? Oh, there's an even better one called
0: Pilgrims. Oh yeah, I need to see that. Y'all, <laughs> the movie is crazy as <laughs> fuck. Okay, crazy as. But
1: it's worth a watch in the fact that it is a legit Thanksgiving movie and is actually a very good Thanksgiving movie and has some very, very solid kills if you are a slasher fan.
0: Is it um, worth an analog clock or just a
1: watch? <laughs> wow. God, I know. Dad jokes all day long with Casper <sighs> over here. All day, all night. With the dad I'm jokes. here all
0: night, y'all. <laughs> DJ dad jokes. Oh my know. god, I my dad jokes are fucking terrible But they make you laugh, so
1: They're incredible, they make me happy Oh
0: lord um, So 1974 Black Christmas
1: uh, The description was during their Christmas break A group of sorority girls are stalked by a stranger It was directed by Bob Clark And written by Roy uh, blah, blah, blah. I almost <laughs> Ray. said Ray Moore I literally read it, Ray Moore and I'm like, no, that's a boxer um, <laughs> Roy, Roy. I said Roy Moy Roy Moy Roy. Roy Moore <laughs> That name is apparently we very can't. difficult tonight. Um, I love, can I just say, though, out of all the movie posters of all three of them, this one is my favorite. This is my favorite movie because poster, Because it is too. so fucking scary.
0: It's freaking creepy, dude. It's
1: so creepy. If this picture doesn't make your skin, so it says, if you guys haven't seen it, if you go to IMDb and you look up Black Christmas 1974, it's the... The depiction of the girl in the chair with the plastic bag over her head, mouth gaped open, wreath around her, says Black Christmas. And the caption reads, if this skin, if this picture doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. ba <laughs> Literally. Uh, literal is your skin, skin on crawl. too
0: tight? Because, you know. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> you know.
1: So, Olivia Hussey is in it. Um... Margot Kidder, who played Lois Lane in the original Superman movies, is in it. Um, John Saxon of Nightmare on Elm Street fame is in it. He played Nancy's dad. Yeah, again, he fucking and, did. And plays a cop again. <laughs> He's good. He really John likes this. Saxon is really good at playing a cop. Um, and, of course, Andrea Martin, who went on in the 2006 Black Christmas to play uh, the... The, basically the den mother mm-hmm. of the sorority.
0: She went from um, being a sorority sister girl to the ma.
1: To the mom. From a sister to the mother.
0: Yes. So, um, I
1: I liked this one. I, you know, I, I like... I've always thought that horror movies that don't reveal the killer or at least don't reveal a lot of detail about the killer or maybe don't reveal the killer till the very end or kind of interesting if they're done the right way. Like they can be really, really creepy. And just Honestly, unsettling. this movie,
0: especially for its time, this movie is phenomenal because it, it's not, it's not very gory. You don't know who the killer is ever actually, and it's like, ca- the calls on the phone, yeah. it's just, it's very one of Stranger <clears> Calls mixed with Halloween. Right. I, is, is is very what it is. Yeah. But obviously getting, those movies came after, so.
1: They're getting these crazy calls.
0: Um,
1: Pretty obscene. I mean, in the beginning, the call that Margie <laughs> Kidd. <laughs>
0: makes,
1: <laughs> well, you know, the one girl is getting, it's when he's strangling the one girl. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Claire. and then it's you it's it's her is what you hear at first and then you hear him saying cunt and suck this and all other kinds of shit
0: and uh which is actually i was watching that and i was like there's parts of this movie that's like very modern like 1974
1: like damn <laughs> they <laughs> like, were using cunt lot. and pussy and like that's a lot for 1974 like, um this could fit very well in this day and age <laughs> and just the i think And I think this goes back to, again, the Halloween podcast. So we were talking about the way certain movies are shot. The POV shots in this movie of the killer, like right in the face of the, well, the, the very movie poster itself, like right, the, the camera right in the girl's face with the plastic over her and the terror in her eyes and the, her mouth wide open and, you know, she can't breathe. And it's just like. And can we just say she sat up there the whole fucking time and they didn't find her fucking body? Like, Well, uh,
0: what's her name dead too after he got her on the hook? after yeah. he, After they hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I love it. But, yeah, it just, so, again, you don't, you, uh, well, going back to where it's like a stranger calls again, you don't realize till the very end that the calls are coming from inside the house. Um, the one girl up until this point thinks it's her boyfriend because they're kind of having a rocky relationship. She's pregnant. She wants to have an abortion. He doesn't want her to. Let's talk about Patrick, Uh, though. He was kind of weird. Patrick was weird as fuck.
0: He seemed to have a bit of an anger issue. I feel
1: like a lot of these movies sort of (laughs) have to have that, like, weird boyfriend to, like, rule out who the
0: actual killer is. Because it's like, this guy could potentially be the killer, but ultimately he isn't. Um... Oh, the movie always has to have that one person that point everyone points to him. Yeah. And you know as and a this horror guy movie fan, you're like, it's not gonna be This him. guy would have been an easy target.
1: Easy. You know, especially towards the end when he's breaking through the glass when the killer is in there and she's got the fire poker thing in her hand and she ends up beating him with it because she thinks it's the killer. And um you know, again, we we have the name of Billy. Okay. I don't remember, so I know he says Agnes, but I don't, the only thing I'm fuzzy on is where the Billy name comes from.
0: Honestly, both of them are kind of random. Okay, yeah. So we don't even really know. You don't really get an know. explanation
1: for anything. We don't even really know who Billy or Agnes is. We don't even know if the killer is a is Billy or Agnes. We really have no idea who he the killer could, he is. He could
0: be a Bob and Billy and Agnes could be his brother and sister. He could we, be she.
1: We literally have no idea who, who the killer is. Nope we're, we're left. Yeah. You and no I kind of like
0: that. Yeah. Well, I, it, well no, I was going to say it has to be he, but no, it doesn't because if they have that, they would change their voice. The voice changed, the lot. voice changing thing, which you can do if you have that. Um, there's a certain mental disorder that apparently you can do that. DID you can. Yeah. Yeah. If so more than disorder, likely that's what voice. they had. So yeah, you you really don't know. Could be, he could be Agnes. <laughs> yep. Could have been Agnes. Could have been Juliet. No fucking
1: know. Yeah. So this movie actually got a 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Also, I really, time, you know, a 4.6. I'm, I'm reading the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> I did get a 7.2. Sorry. I'm reading the wrong one. I was reading 2006 one. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I would definitely say out
1: of all of them, I think this one's my favorite. So I
0: have to agree. My favorite kill scene is in 06, but I do have to say I liked the ode to this one in the in the 06 one with the unicorn. Yeah. Yep. Because that was a huge homage. Yep. To it. Yeah, it was. So I guess we can go into the 2006 one. Yeah, there really isn't much to talk about in the in the first one because it's it's really kind of just... He stalks them, kills them off one by one. She ends up going to the hospital. They think Patrick's the killer. Everything seems fine and dandy while she's in the, asleep in the room. And then. Yeah, the only other deciding character is, um,
1: you know, there's a house mother. They keep. Well, the girl, the one girl that's killed keeps hearing the cat. She's killed. They make reference to that in the 2019 one. Um, the house mother's killed, and then the father of the one girl shows up, and he goes to the cops. Um, but yeah, otherwise, we have we have no backstory of who the killer is, why they're doing this, what's the purpose. Which
0: I kind of like they that. Never... It makes it creepier. Yeah. Because you, you don't know anything. Yeah. Also, in case you didn't know, turtles can screw forever for a really, really long time. And not get tired. I learned that from that movie. Thanks, Barb. Thanks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Useless Information 101. You're like, okay. She's like, did you know? <laughs> like the things that you tell at dinner parties. And the the dad's sitting there like, okay. Like, okay, turtles can screw for a long amount of time. And she's like, pfft. At least I would get, she said something like, I would get, I don't even get that. I don't even get two minutes or something like that. And the dad's just sitting there like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) my daughter is missing right now. And And Barb's over here like, I "I don't even get two minutes (laughs) with sex. But turtles can screw forever. Not deal with this right now. And then she's like, oh my God. (laughs) It's pretty great. It did have its funny moments, though. It had some, some decent humor in it. I thought it did, too, for a dark, you know, dark comedy, I guess. You could call it,
1: technically. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, oh, 06. 2006 Black Christmas. Guys. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, an escaped maniac returns to his childhood home, which is now a sorority house, and begins to murder the sorority sisters one by one. It was written and directed by Glenn Morgan. Um... Roy Moore helped yeah, with this one. did come back and Roy write Roy. on this one too. Right, <laughs> Ray Moore, prename. name. <laughs> um, I mean, the list of people in this movie, this I mean, if motherfucking this, cast, Jesus, this is like early two thousands <laughs> all over it. Katie Cassidy, Michelle Trachtenberg, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Lacey Chabert, um, Andrea Martin comes back again, as we say, and plays the uh, house mother. Um, Oliver Hudson, who I always forget is Kate Hudson's brother.
0: Oh my God, why do I always forget that too? I always forget that.
1: And he like (laughs) randomly pops up in movies, and I always forget that he's Kate Hudson's brother.
0: Oh my God, that's where I recognize her from. I feel really stupid, y'all. The girl who plays Leigh Kristen Cloak is in Final Destination. Lee, Lee, Lee. Lee. Yeah, she is. Yes, she is. I feel so stupid right now because I'm like, you look like a carbon copy of Adina and Adele Zim. <laughs> you <had one> job. <laughs> So, this movie
1: takes a whole different step in a I don't even know direction.
0: So... <laughs> Are You Hungry? And this is the one that got a 4.6 <laughs> out of ten. Are You Hungry? So this is one of those movies that you just have to purely watch for enjoyment. There's, yeah. It's, it's there's just. There's no.
1: It's not. It,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The kills are solid. I have yeah, to hand it. The kills the, are amazing. I can give
1: this movie one thing. The kills are very, very, very solid. They really are. I mean. And the eating of the eyeballs. Oh, God. You're my family now. Yeah. Bitch, do you have to eat my eyeball for me to be your family? I'll be yeah, your family. The yeah, the eyeball <laughs>
0: eaten
1: the eyeball eating was rough for me. Was rough for me. I mean, I know the the skin cookies. The only part of that I couldn't handle was when he dipped them in the milk. That, I that couldn't I handle it when to... they
0: dipped it on his mouth. Yeah. I, that I almost, was the part. I almost threw up. I feel
1: like there was a lot of scenes in this that they was wanted like, no, to make no, like no, vomit no, inducing. No, no. no, no.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> they wanted
1: it to be vomit-inducing. I almost feel like there were certain parts they were like aiming for that to happen. So this one mentions Billy and Agnes. So we actually have like an identity to who Billy and Agnes is. Um even though <laughs> I think there's like a whole part that could have been left out.
0: I don't feel <laughs> like there's just I don't really understand. A whole part. There was a whole, a whole there's a plot lot
1: that could have been left. Yeah, now. it could have <laughs> just, I don't, I just, I don't know.
0: I, I do. Do you enjoy incest and cannibalism? Well, Black Christmas is the movie
1: for it you. It really is. That should have been the tagline. <laughs> incest and cannibalism. That should have been the tagline in the movie. It's, Even though it's
0: not really cannibalism, it's more like human pork rinds. It's cannibalism. I mean, it is, but it's you know what I'm saying, because it's only the skin. It. <laughs> Which you know, it's I, actually I at the you. beginning of the movie when they make him that chicken. Did you hear the line they said? They were like, "This is actually chicken. We made it just the. W- we had to make it like this because that's the only. This is the closest way we could yeah, make it to taste like to taste mom. like his mom. Yeah. I was like, when they're giving it to him in the prison. Why did I never catch that before? (laughs) Yeah.
1: And just, so it starts off where, so the home where the sorority sisters are living and cue my annoying ass neighbor's dog. (laughs) Um, the home that the sorority sisters are living on is the home that Billy grew up in. Billy grew up with a horribly, (laughs) it's always a fucking Billy in these movies. Billy grew up with a horribly abusive mother, um, and a father who was decent enough, but kind of a weakling. And, um, he was born horribly jaundiced. Like just the, that was the other thing that was very unsettling about him is the yellow skin that he has. It was just very unsettling. And, um, His mother is having an affair, she kills his father, and he is trapped in the attic. Well, over time, as he gets older, the mother is trying to have another child, the guy that she was having the affair on before she killed her husband is impotent, so she decides to rape her son, who at this point is a teenager that she has trapped in the attic. Um, she does become pregnant and she has baby Agnes. So this is where we're gonna introduce to Agnes. It's and what's even Billy's more daughter up.
0: sister. And we, it's really What's even more fucked up is that the husband thinks it's his. Is his the whole time. So uh Billy obviously loses his
1: fucking mind at a certain point. Um, kills safe. his mother, kills the stepfather, I guess you can call him, stabs out Agnes's eye, thinks he killed her, but he didn't, takes a cookie cutter, stabs it into his mother's back, bakes human pork rind cookies, and that's how the cops catch him um so great um and then (laughs) flash forward to however many years later at this point he's in prison we think agnes is in a foster home or something orphanage and the girls are in the sorority and again like the original one they just start getting killed off one by one katie cassidy has his dick boyfriend played by oliver hudson they think it might be him who knows um and again, there's little bits in it that are homages to the original one. You know, of course, having an original character from the original oh, cool. movie be in it. Um, so that was really cool. Um, again, I think,
0: the <clears throat> kills are solid as fuck. I think Michelle Trachtenberg's kill is my favorite. Yeah. With the skate. Yeah. And just knocks her head clean off. Yep. That was pretty sweet. Yep. Anything with a uh,
1: <clears throat> icicle. Is always great. The icicle kill Wasn't was that cool Lacey too. Chabert's no, that was the dead mother. Uh, yeah, yeah, was the she yeah. looked up
0: and it went straight yep. over her head. Yep, those are always great. That was pretty sweet. Um, also, can we talk about why horror remakes always cast Katie Cassidy? And I'm not saying like that is a bad thing because I fucking love Katie Cassidy. Night Night Aram, Aram, Street, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Street, Black Christmas. What was the other when a Stranger Calls. She was in the When I Stranger Calls remake. <laughs> she was. Someone's like, "Oh, we're doing a horror remake." Katie Cassidy is Katie Cassidy available? <laughs> She's like the first one on the list that they caught. Um, yeah, yeah, was so she, this one? She was not in Friday the Thirteenth remake. She was no, not. No, no, she was not. Um, <laughs> so we go on to to find
1: out that pretty much up into the point of where uh, who's left? It's Katie Cassidy, right? It's Katie Cassidy and
0: Kristen. Whatever her last name is, the uh cloak, which is Lee. Right. She's the
1: she's sister, the sister, sister of one of the, the girls yeah. that got killed. The actual sister, not sorority sister. Um, so up until this point, we find out that the actual killer has been Agnes the whole time. She's actually been living in the house. Um, she only has one eye. She apparently likes to eat eyeballs. Um, and then at this point when she's getting ready to go in for the kill on the on Katie Cassidy and Lee's character, they um billy pops out he is now he's escaped from prison um
0: and then yeah he was all i'll be home for christmas <laughs> and then the, the the security card was like no you won't on me <laughs> so at this point but he was how did they end up Thinking
1: that Billy and Agnes are dead, and then they this is where I get fuzzy where they're flash forward to where they're in the hospital. This is like basically towards the end of the movie at this point.
0: They um don't really know what's going on yet, and they just make sure they get them to the hospital first. Yeah, the cops show and up. then they, in the hospital. Ex- they escape from right. the house and follow them to the hospital. Okay, and then they get into the ceiling and do the thing, yeah. and then uh, that's where Kristen's character dies. Yes, because um, she thinks that it's
1: Katie Cassidy in the bed and it ends up being Agnes. Um, so Agnes gets killed
0: and then. Billy's death, though. Billy's death was the best. It was. It was amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Katie yep.
0: basically is the final girl and um, yep. she she was the final girl on The mm-hmm. New Nightmare on Elm Street, too. No, she was not. Oh, no, she was not. That's right. Yep. No, she, she was not. I, I lied. <laughs> I forget yep. that movie. She had
1: very one of my easily. favorite. Yeah, she had The Kill, which is one of my favorite kills in the original movie.
0: That's right, she did. Yeah. I'm drunk. <laughs> so, um <laughs> she also was like the first death in One of Stranger Calls, too. Yep. Um so she basically leaves the room, Billy follows her, they have a little bit of a tussle, and then and this is all in
1: the hospital. Yeah. She pushes him over the railing and he falls through the, the treetop or basic. And his <laughs> intestines are like wrapping <laughs> he's in, around. He's it. impaled by the Christmas tree, which is fucking awesome. That's
0: <laughs> well look at that. I've been impaled. <laughs> and that's literally where it ends. There's Talk about like, decking the halls there, Billy. Really. <laughs> fa la 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 dead <laughs> Deck the halls with bowels. <laughs> Deck the halls with bowels <laughs> of Billy. la 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 uh, we're patenting that. <laughs> oh, copyright, trademark. Don't fuck the original. <laughs> deck the, deck the tree with... Oh, wait, is it a Partridge in a pear tree? And a Billy bow in a pear tree. That was perfect. Oh, that was awesome! This is one of my favorite things about the Christmas ones, as I just keep we just keep changing the the words of the Christmas song. Oh, it's so easy to do on these, though. <laughs> I I mean, is it really really is really easy.
1: Oh, can I just say how happy we were when we got to the Dent Christmas Haunt and they were playing the theme Krampus. from
0: Krampus? <laughs> and I was like, "It's happening! <laughs> it's happening!" I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Dude, I was too. I love that part at the beginning of the um, Krampus song when they do the Carol of the Bells, but they sing the Krampus version. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Goodness You're Christ. like, I don't... There's like a the lot like happening right now. In your bowels. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we gotta talk about, like, eventually, I'm obviously not right now, but we gotta talk about the One of Stranger Calls remake and the original because... What a Stranger oh, Calls yeah. was oh, the yeah, only sure. movie my parents let me watch. That's hilarious. So I like fed <laughs> off of that movie so much.
1: Um, the only little
0: like odd fact
1: I have about When a Stranger Calls is it's one of the few where I saw the newer one first and then went back and watched the original because that too. normally doesn't happen with movies with me like that. Mm-hmm. That I've, was with me too. I've always seen the original ones first and then later on the... It's usually like, I saw the original ones when I was a kid and then it seemed like all the fucking remakes came out right when I got out of high school. Because <laughs> it was like early 2000s is oh, when I yeah. graduated and they all came out in the early 2000s. So it was
0: well, Yeah, there's really like all weird. those cast people like, I Know What You Did Last Summer, When A Stranger Calls, Black Christmas, all those like really big girls and boys of that age. Well, they were,
1: like, 90s TV kids, and then they ended up, like, 2000s young movie stars, basically. That's basically what Katie happened. Katie Cassidy's still a fucking beast, too. Yeah, they're all still acting, so. Yes. Going into Black Christmas 2019, which just came out last Friday.
0: So, if... Now would be the Again, time. yeah, now
1: would be the time if no one wants to hear spoilers to... Shut off at the 30-minute mark.
0: <laughs> I got a 3.1 <laughs> um, on IMDb. Yeah, this one didn't do so well. Oh, so before far. we go into this one, what do you rate, you personally, the 74 and the 06 version, what do you rate them? Um, <clears throat> You know, I agree with
1: IMDb's for the 74 one. I would even possibly take it a little bit higher and give it an 8 out of 10. Um... I think the 2006 Black Christmas one was pretty solid um, because parts of it were just very <laughs> jarring. I mean, like, if you guys can see my face right now, it's like, oh, my God. Like She's it was like, just, ew.
0: Yeah, it
1: was, it was rough. It was just, there were just parts of it that were just like, oh, my God, did we really need to have, like just they just went the, big just the like oh my fucking god he I, I just i feel like that the guy that did that one i feel like glenn i feel like he was just going out on a limb and was just trying to get like was he going out I on am a limb shop- of a tree <laughs> <drink?" laughs> he's like i'm just gonna gross you out as much <laughs> as much as i possibly can all in an hour and 24 minutes like movies
0: only an hour, hour and, and 24, 24 minutes.
1: minutes yeah It's 14 minutes shorter than the original one. Yeah, the original was an hour and 38. Really weird. But I just, I felt like that guy was just trying to gross out the ultimate gross out. And it was just too much for me. So, but I really liked the kills. So they gave it a 4.6. I give it a 5. And that's more so because of the kills. I really liked the kills. The kills were solid yeah um i would not give the new one a 3.1 i think that's being a bit harsh yeah
0: um
1: i think it definitely needed a trigger warning and i think anybody now if you want to listen up until this point we'll say 32 seconds in or 32 minutes in rather uh this please listen to the trigger warning especially if you're a woman there's a lot that's triggering about this movie. <laughs> There's a lot. But if you don't want to hear any spoilers after, stop at this point. But, yeah, def- definite trigger warning for sure. Um, I think I would probably give this one, honestly, I'd give it a 5, too. And I think that's because I'm just kind of indifferent to it. Yeah. And I think mostly, too, because, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> there were there were parts of this movie where I was like, oh, <laughs> I am uncomfortable. That could have actually potentially happened to me. Great. Reliving past trauma in a movie
0: theater. This is great. Gonna cry later to myself as I fall asleep. that's why I said
1: fucking trigger warning. Um, I'm sure bitches after watching that movie were like calling their therapists like I need to talk to you right now. Um It's 10:30 at night. I need to talk to you right now. Listen. <laughs> Friday the 13th night just
0: phones of every psychiatrist were just ringing off the, the fucking hook after this movie came. I am triggered. I yeah. need to talk to you. I'm
1: traumatized. Need <laughs> <laughs> to talk to you right now.
0: Um the first one I give a seven point five because I love the yeah. the story being like not the story so simple and yet it's so effective because you don't know much. The second one, I'm sorry, oh six, I give a seven because a the cast I'm obsessed. I have had a crush on almost every single one of those I love girls. You. <laughs> I respect <laughs> that. On I, literally Michelle Trachtenberg was the first thing I saw her in was Eurotrip. Good God in heaven. That's all I have to say. That's so funny. Second, because the kills. I love the kills so much in that film. It was more like I loved the film as a whole. I agree with it. It would get a higher rating for me if it wasn't for the incest. Yeah, it and just the, went too far. Like, you, we didn't need that. Yeah, we my rating is based on cast and kills. So, um, that would be my rating for that one. My rating for the newest one would be a five as well. Because... I like what they did with it, but who? <laughs> like you walk out of that theater and you're like, "Is it hot?" Yeah. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> and that's and that's what we exactly did. what we did. It's exactly what we did. You want alcohol? I leaned. I leaned <laughs> over movie. to uh, to to Becky's husband and I said, first of all, I just want to say you're a good man." Oh and my god! You. I'm like, telling you. <laughs> If Ooh. there were any men in there, I think there were a few. There were a few like, men in there, were yeah. Like, there were kids? I was like, well, yeah, there was yeah. like a five-year-old. I'm like, okay, first of all, even if this movie wasn't triggering, <coughs> what the me. fuck is this five-year-old doing here? Yeah, I think they were, they're they getting them ready early, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess I would do that, but. I guess. <laughs> um,
1: so this one, a group of female students are stalked by a stranger during their Christmas break. That is until the young sorority pledges discovered that the killer is part of an underground college conspiracy. So this was written and directed by Sophia Tical. Um, It starred Imogen Poots Which is about the only actress that I really recognize from the whole thing She's pretty much basically the main Character slash final girl Spoiler alert
0: um, 28 weeks later I'm so fucking stupid
1: <laughs>
0: She's in 28 weeks later Well like, she's also a Kid in that
1: movie that's too true. So in your defense
0: The cop from Sinister uh, <laughs> Well, she's also in Green Room, which I knew that too, but I also forgot. She wasn't a oh, kid in amazing. that, so. Um, Brittany O'Grady, uh, Lily Donahue. It's either
1: Elise or Alip, Aless Shannon. It's probably Elise. And um, Carrie Elwes,
0: which we all... Oh, God damn it, if you don't know who Carrie Elwes <laughs> If you're a horror fan, Saw. <laughs> like, you know who Carrie Elwes is. Princess Bride. Also, and, really? unlike,
1: <laughs> and unlike other Robin Hoods, he can speak with an English accent. He's also an asshole in Twister, which I mean, I love. He plays a good asshole, but he does. I he mean, really does. Uh, he does. Which is which was so <laughs> conflicting to me later, because in A Princess Bride, I was like in love with him from like age five on. Like He's just a good actor. The first movie I ever saw him in was A
0: Princess Bride, and I was like... <gasps> like the best it's part like of this that. movie was Carrie ellis <laughs> I mean, I pretty much
1: was because he's so good at playing an asshole. He's so good
0: at, at acting. He just, you really know, is. I like
1: just recently. So I always thought that line. Can I just say? So I always thought that line in Robin Hood Men in Tights, like he was just fucking around because he does the British accent thing. I didn't know he actually was from England.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh my and God, so i like, so good at that. It's because he's British fucking moron you're like, <laughs> I like literally just found
1: it out it, doesn't it I fuck you up like, though yeah. like
0: when you watch a movie or because he show. lets it slip
1: in this movie you really yeah you he does really he does really fucking hear it in this movie because anyway, that was, was like
0: the first movie I've ever actually heard his natural voice mm-hmm. and I'm like oh shit doesn't okay. it fuck you up though when you're watching a show or a movie with somebody and then you watch them in an interview and you're like whoa Andrew Lincoln that one fuck in uh Morgan What's his name? The guy that plays Morgan. Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him and then uh, Lauren Cohen all no, fucked me, tell you. me no, up no, no, really no. bad. Lauren
1: Cohen wasn't that bad. Uh, Andrew Lincoln fucked with me hard. <laughs> We're not gonna... Are get- we talking
0: <laughs> like, fuck with you hard? No, I was kidding. Like, no.
1: Because, <laughs> like... You know Rick's voice. He's damn, and then, <laughs> and then like that deep ass fucking, and then he gets on. You know he's like <laughs> in an interview. And he's like to do. You do? <laughs> you? and, <laughs> and, <laughs> You're like pick a tea and all that shit. I don't know what the
0: fuck. But it's like why? No, 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 no. no. Go Bruce back. To, people are like we don't always fucking want tea. <laughs> go back to Rick's voice. Go back to Rick's voice. <laughs> Stop! I don't like that other voice. Freddie Highmore fucked with me, too. But no, Morgan fucked with me hardcore, Freddie Highmore really fucked with me. Because he he does an American accent so well. Yeah. And then he's, like, super British. Yeah, my transition <laughs> from
1: him to Bates Motel was, like, Oh, little kid in Charlie and John Killer. <laughs> He's like a whole ass grown man in that fucking show and I is. had a hard time up until about the third season. I had a rough time. I had a rough time watching him play that character. I was like,
0: oh, we need to do a basement Motel episode. Yes. Anyway.
1: Yes. Going. Sorry.
0: We do this. <laughs> Left I field. Anyway. Sorry. That just reminded me. I'm like, we need to do a base Motel we episode. We need to do a Bates Motel <laughs> I've <laughs> seen that show four times all the way through. And no shame. Just once for me. Sorry. I still love it. <laughs> I mean, <I'm laughs> you don't have to. I'm not a bigger fan because I've seen it more. I'm just... I hate when people do that. Can we talk about that? I'm a bigger fan because I've seen it more times than you. I know trivia. So I'm a bigger fan. No.
1: Hmm.
0: Not necessarily. There. We talked about it. So anyway... (laughs) (laughs) And that's the tea.
1: I think you could be a fan (laughs) of someone's body of work or you could be a fan of a certain character they play or you can be a fan of a certain movie they were in i think there's like saying you're a fan is just such a broad spectrum of a of a word
0: there's just those people out there because what are you a fan of exactly they just attack people because they're like well if you haven't seen this or you haven't done this then you're not a true fan i'm like come on get over it what's your definition again going back to what's your definition of a fan then like (laughs)
1: she's pointing to an actual fan guys and you're like why is there silence (laughs) we don't we don't get it
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're like crickets (laughs) we don't understand what's happening there's a meme of a giant ass fan um (laughs) shaking hands with obama and it says hey obama i'm a huge fan And it makes me laugh every time. It's the most random things, isn't it? It's so wholesome. It's the best. Sometimes wholesome really gets me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to Black Christmas.
1: Total spoilers with this one. Um, So this one completely and totally abandons the Billy and Agnes characters.
0: Like, they don't exist. At all. Um. There aren't even anybody. There isn't even anybody named Billy or no, Agnes. No, There's just nothing. Nope. Not at all.
1: So, um, the girls are at a fictional college called ha- Hawthorne College, and the uh person who f- the guy who founded Hawthorne College apparently was a slave owner, all around piece of shit, uh, slave hold, uh, slaveholder, and was also into dark arts and black magic, um. The sorority sisters that live in this house are kind of, uh, made up of all different girls. Um, there's the,
0: there's this cute old Jewish girl that I just love. Oh my God. She's adorable. I love her. In the beginning, she's so cute. I do have to say, um, I really liked the diversity of And her
1: kill was very classic. It was, uh, the cat. She heard the cat. That was from the first, that was from the original 1974 one. Um, there's a, uh. Black girl, kind of mixed light-skinned girl that's sort of like the prissier one. Um, there's Imogene Poot's character, which is basically the final girl. Uh there's the black there's a black girl that's kind of more of like the militant, like, I want to stand up for black rights, women's rights, that kind of thing. Um, and then um <clears throat> there's one. I swear I feel like I'm missing one. Not the one that gets killed in the
0: beginning, but I feel like I'm missing the one, one that ends up being a traitor. Her Helena Stop.
1: I know, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but they, and they
0: call her Helena too. I'm like, oh, right. I was like, it's Helena. I'm like, ew. Um, it is probably Helena, but it's Helena.
1: So it starts off where there's actually like a sorority row house where a girl is walking past several sorority houses, and she's supposed to go back to this particular sorority's house, and there's a guy with a cloak and a mask on, and he kills her. Um, hey, fucking ice, ice, uh. Wait, fucking I, I said I love icicles. Fucking love icicle kills. Um Gosh. and then the Ic- the angel, the snow angel kind of thing. That, that was, was kind of cool. cool. I like that. That was kind of cool. I like that. <clears throat> I dug that. I was like, cool. So um the all of the sisters are gathered around. So the main Imogene Poots' character. So the main character, there was an incident that happened with a supporting frat house that's a part of this Hawthorne College, where I guess every Christmas the sorority girls put on this party where they put on this little song and dance and she was raped <clears throat> by one of the fraternity guys. Um, she reported it. Nobody believed her. And this would now be her final year. And he apparently had graduated the year before. Well, he's coming back. I guess these guys are just like notorious for shit like that. Obviously we all know a lot of that happens on college campuses or it just happens in real life to just any regular old everyday girl. Um, and this guy comes back around the same time that they're doing this Christmas play again. And, um, <clears throat> she decided not to do the, the little song and dance thing. It honestly reminded me a lot of mean girls. Oh my very, God, me too. It was very mean girls, four girls and the Santa hats. And the I was thing. That I was vibe. very mean girls. So she didn't, Imogene Poot's character didn't want to do it. The one girl that was going to do it, which ends up being the traitor, she's found in a room with one of the, jerk off fucking frat guys, basically getting ready to date rape her. She's totally fucking drunk, vomiting everything. Um, she makes like her the leave. other girl in 06. She makes her leave in an Uber. Yeah. The other girl was puking. She makes her leave in an Uber. Um, and then you find out later she gets back to the house, gets captured, not killed. And she ends up being a traitor. So Imogene Poots ends up singing with the girls. And the song that they sing is actually directed at her name is Riley in the movie. I should say it's directed at the guy that raped Riley and it's directed at what all these frat guys do. It's basically calling them out on their bullshit, like that. They drug girls, they rape them. They just, they did just do foul shit. Well, prior to this happening, Riley walks in on some sort of like initiation process where all the guys are in cloaks, similar to the guy in the beginning that killed the one girl. And They have the bust. So the one black girl, Riley's friend, calls for the bust of uh, Hawthorne to be removed from college grounds. And Mm -hmm. the guys have it in this room where they've got these cloaks on. And there's like this weird tar oil coming out of it. And they're like initiated with something on their forehead. And then they're saying some, they're in some kind of trance thing after that. So anyway, um, the girls do their song and dance. It ends up on the internet. They end up back at the house and that's when they start to know, or no, 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 no. The one girl goes missing. You think she dies, but she goes missing the next day. They get a call while they're out looking for a Christmas tree from the one girl's mom that says she never arrived on the train. Um, and then that's when they start to get worried that some Riley's really more worried than anything. She tries to go to report it and the security officer doesn't take her seriously at all. Um, but prior to that she's getting these weird messages and the girl in the beginning was getting these real weird messages and it's all coming from this Hawthorne guy, this like dead founder of the fucking college. And they're all like weird shit. Like she's being watched. You don't know what the fuck's going on. The guy's not taking her seriously at all. Goes back, uh, to the fraternity house with her thinking that the girl might be there. He says, all the guys are on some skiing trip. Um, Carrie always plays a professor who was also part of the fraternity back in the time that he was a college student there. And, um, he goes to let her in and he makes mention of the video going viral online and it was her friend that did it. And this is also the same friend that is having a petition signed to have him removed because, he has no books in his curriculum that have anything to do with women or black authors or anything. They're all white men. Just usually pretty typical. Um, and she gets totally creeped out by the situation, goes back to the house, realizes it's online, starts freaking out on her friends, mentions the DMs. Then all of them start saying that they're getting DMs. And then that's when Riley's like, okay, something is fucked up guys. Like we need to start
0: figuring out what the fuck's going on. And that was after the one girl left to go find Christmas lights, because she's like, when you guys fight, it overwhelms me. Yeah, she's so, like the
1: light-skinned girl, and then she yeah. ends up getting fucked up.
0: Yeah, she goes to get the lights upstairs, and then she gets There's killed. the cloaked mask guy. Um, boyfriend of the one girl
1: freaks out on all of them, says he has a migraine or whatever, gets mad, starts yelling and screaming, they starts fighting, she throws him out, like, you got to go. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> I never thought he had anything to do with it, you know. Like we mentioned in these previous movies, you always think it points back to, this, for, to the creepy boyfriend. Not so much in this one. Now Riley's character does meet this cute guy named Landon. That you start to be kind of suspect of him, but then I'm like, nah. I think this is kind of more than one person involved. Um, I think we, we just we you pretty quickly figure out that Landon is just. Very awkward and just he's cute, extremely awkward, but it's adorable. So, um, and they all the, start to realize they're starting to put two and two together that something's kind of messed up. And
0: then, well, that's the scene when they <clears throat> the boyfriend gets killed, and then they find well, no, goes...
1: even before that, the guy shows up with the fucking bow and, the arrow, bow and arrow because yeah. the one girl calls him out and he shoots the arrow in her leg. And then they all go upstairs and lock the girl in the room. Riley goes out to leave. Uh the girl that got shot, her boyfriend shows up, then that's when he gets killed because he starts going all wacko calling the guy out. Um black girl comes out of the room. Does she stab the guy in the throat with the keys? Yes. She did, okay, it, she Yeah, did it was that. her. Or no, it was
0: it was Riley that did that. Riley she did was that. trying to
1: get the keys out of his neck of To his get neck, to the car. To get to the car, because they <laughs> got the girl out. Uh with the le- with her leg. And then um, when
0: they went to the door, that's when they start one. To realize
1: more of them started to show up. Um the girl with her leg, she's got an axe. She goes to attack the guy. He attacks her back. They all take they take off into the kitchen. Um and that's when they start to realize there's more
0: of them. Um how do they eventually get Well, get they out? get they get the one in the kitchen and they they look at each other and realize with the it's knife. not blood. It's not blood that's coming okay, out. Okay, so blood. that's what they start realizing. It's some yeah. weird tar. They're so like, they "Did the you car. notice? Like, that's not because they look at their clothes too. And it's all like, over them too.
1: What the fuck is that?" So they finally make it to the car, and uh, they're driving away, and then that's when Riley starts to realize that something something is going on. She's. She, she starts to put two and two together, that the weird black tar stuff that was on them that was coming out of the bodies of these guys was the same black tar stuff that was coming out of this Hawthorne bus during this initiation process. And she's like, I think something's going on, something supernatural. um She's like, I think it all goes back to something that's mentioned in the beginning of the movie of this guy being in a dark art shit. She wants to turn around and go back her friend also can I just say in this situation her friend's black I'm black I'd have been the same way like bitch you crazy we're out of here we're going to the cops like fuck that we're not turning fuck you we're no (laughs) so she goes to let her friend out she goes like let me out then I'm out of here she keeps driving lets the friend out Riley sees Landon Landon decides to help her uh Her friend happens to notice, so where the girl goes missing in the beginning is where the row of sorority houses are. Well, these guys are attacking the other sorority houses. So that's when homegirl pulls up and the girls are like, oh my God, let us in. This is happening to other sororities. Like, we don't know what's going on. And that's when she decides to turn around and go back. So meanwhile, while this is going on, Riley and Landon are back at the frat house. Landon goes in to kind of create a diversion. Um, because they trashed all of his audio equipment and that gives Riley a chance to get inside. Well, that's when she realizes that Helena betrayed her, uh, that bitch. She's like, she betrayed all the women, basically all of them. So what when Riley gets captured and they put Lane in under this trance, you realize that things from all the girls went missing because these guys needed them in order to rule them out one by one on who was to be killed if they were disobedient. So their whole, this is where it gets triggering as fuck. If you haven't been triggered already, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um. I unfortunately have been in a situation where I was raped and nothing happened. It was reported and not to get into a whole lot of detail, but basically nothing happened. And that happens. It's a, uh, a lot of women don't report it because when you do, a lot of times stuff doesn't happen. It's just the reality of the situation. And I'm sure if there's other women out there listening to this, you understand either you've gone through it or, you know, someone very close to you who has to, uh, there really isn't a lot of justice. It's, um, you know, I said the other day, it would almost have to be like the cop is the cop and the lawyer and the judge have to almost physically be in the room with you when you're yelling no and being held down and raped. It's like you you get every little, you're, you're, you're questioned every little detail and why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that? And it's just, it always comes down to kind of a he, shed, he said, she said thing unless there's like an overwhelming amount of evidence. And then, you know, Look what just happened with Harvey Weinstein. Like, nothing. There was, like, a settlement and a payout and nothing. So, you know, I mean, it happens. It happens all the time. It fucking sucks. So that was something that was really interesting that Riley made the point of saying, like, why would we go to the police to report this when they didn't believe me when I told them about my rape? Like, they didn't believe me. And she's having to confront her rapist. And he's telling her... He's just degrading her, demeaning her, the things he's saying. The girl that basically betrayed everybody is like, we just need to be obedient so that they'll take care of us. Because Carrie Always's character comes out and he says that Hawthorne's whole mission was to make sure that women were subservient to men. And just a whole bunch What's of psycho-patriarchal
0: babble. This whole time, too, you can see it in Riley's face. She's like, shut the fuck fuck up and just let me whoop your ass. Yeah, it's just all a (laughs) bunch
1: of white male privilege bullshit, like, spouting out. And, anyway, um, they they untie her, they get her on the ground, and then that's pretty much when all hell breaks loose. Is uh, Well, prior to that, they... girl gets killed the fucking traitor which i kind of figured that was gonna happen they she's like, like but i night. was
0: obedient and, and was they're was like good. well we just need to wipe out women period
1: <laughs> yeah we're just gonna take them all out <sighs> and then probably butt fuck each other later and <laughs> <laughs> for and um yeah and then pretty much after that happens all hell broke loose so her friend shows up with all the other girls and they just fucking wreck shop and
0: Wreck. That
1: scene is pretty dope. That scene was great. I enjoyed that. Where, like, pretty much all hell is breaking loose and they're just- And then Landon, like,
0: out. breaks his trance during that, yeah. and Landon turns and helps them.
1: Yep. And they pick up the bust and crack it, break it, um, yeah, the place is on fire, and, uh, they leave, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah, Super different. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I can see why a lot of people are maybe like, uh, women's lib and another fucking feminist movie and yada, 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 whatever. You know, and if people want to say that, they can. Um, Are we seeing a lot of those movies? Yeah. And I don't know, in a certain vein, kind of rightfully so, because whenever did you... It's rare up until recently that you ever saw an all female cast of a movie that didn't have to do with all the movie all the women just being pure victims like or a bunch of bimbos Yeah, they're either just dumb dumb bimbos or they're just all victims. And then there's like a final girl. If it if it is a group of women, if it's mainly an all female cast, like okay, let's say for instance like the original one like or or the Not even so much the original one, but even the 2006 remake where ultimately Katie Cassidy is the only one out of an entire female cast that lives. They all died, you know. So, whereas in this one, a majority of the women died, but a lot of them lived and they come back and fuck the villain up. So it's it's rare that you had something like that and i i like the take the the writer and the director was a woman so i think that's really cool um i think she actually directed one of the segments on that uh what was that netflix series it was a horror
0: anthology are you talking about the into the dark one that hulu did Or the Black Mirror. Black Mirror is an anthology. No,
1: she did a segment. I'm sorry. I was thinking it was, what was it, XY or XX, the one that's on Netflix. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The horror anthology. It was just women. Okay, no, she was not a part of that anthology. She did a a segment for VHS. That was the other one. Oh,
0: which one did she do for VHS? Stephanie. Which one, Stephanie. I don't
1: remember. It just says Stephanie's segment. That one came out in 2012. It's been a long time since I've seen Because that's the first
0: VHS and I've seen that one seven billion times. Yeah. I'm like, which one is Stephanie? It's been a
1: long time since I've seen since I've seen it. Sorry, my computer's doing the thing again. Her computer's um, doing
0: a high pitch screen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember which segment Stephanie was.
0: No, I'm like, what?
1: But yeah, she directed that one. Um so yeah, I like. You know, I get it. I I get, I can see it from both sides. And I think that's why I gave it a five. I can see why some people are kind of sick of that trope. And then I can see why other people are happy that it finally happened. Because you didn't get to see a lot of that in movies. Um, but, you know, again, I, I think at the very least, and I think that this could have been done without giving any of the movie away,
0: I think that the movie should have had some type of trigger warning. That's just me personally. But yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Cause it's like, after you saw it, you were just kind of like, okay, hold on. It was, it was rough. It was just a rough go. It was, and that's why
1: I feel like even if you didn't even, so even if you're listening up until this point, and like I said, people that may not have wanted to hear any spoilers, um, it's just you. At the very least, should go into it knowing, if, especially if you're a woman. Um, the second honeymoon, that one, that segment in VHS. Yeah, she directed
0: the that. lesbian one. Uh, yeah. Oh, I want a full length film of that. Get on that, please. <laughs> Sam and Stephanie. Um, those are really cool. One. So yeah. You know, I
1: I can understand why some people are kind of sick of it, but I can see it both ways. But yeah, definitely, I just think the movie should have had a trigger warning. That's just me.
0: I didn't hate <laughs> it. I didn't love it. It was just I liked it. Yeah, it's not on my hate list. No, by any means.
1: Uh, had some. You know what? I think I I think I can change it for the two thousand and six one to a six. And I think that more so goes back to what you were saying as far as the kills. Um, I think the kills really saved me on the second, or the remake, second remake, because, or first remake, second remake would be the 2019 one. And that
0: one, the kills were... That one was solely focused on the story more yeah, than the kills. Yeah. The... 20, the 2006 one was focused on the kills.
1: Mm-hmm. The story was just all over the fucking place. <laughs> the 2019 one was really focused in on the story and not so much the kills. So, eh. You know. And... and Black
0: Christmas to me being a slasher film, I want kills. That's why I gave that one such a high. That's why I gave 06 a 7. Because I love the kills on that one so much. Because they're so crazy and they're so good. Well, that's why I, you know, yeah.
1: And the 2019 one, I think giving it a five is pretty solid because I'm, I wanted, if I'm going into a slasher movie again, like Casper said, I want, I want a slasher movie, but um, I liked where they went with the story, but I'm just kind of indifferent to it. So I think leaving it kind of right in the middle at a five is a good call and I'm good there. Um, Like I said,
0: I just wish there would have been a warning. (laughs) But anyway. So that I that think about that wraps wraps it does it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I'm glad we I'm glad we did this one cuz there's not a lot of Christmas horror movies and I think Black Christmas is kind of a classic one. Oh, yes. And I think it's I think we can safely say though it's been remade to death, so we can just leave it alone. <laughs> I think we need to stop
0: remaking movies, period. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kinda of over all of it. That's why but... I get so excited to see new ideas. Like that underwater film looks fucking good. It looks really good. And that comes out super duper soon. I'm all
1: down for creature features. Those are my faves.
0: Yes. Horror. Okay. The turning y'all, if you have not seen a trailer for the turning, go watch it right now. It looks dope. I really hope it doesn't suck. Cause it looks, it looks very promising. And that I was... will,
1: I will say real quick though. Um, just kind of in conclusion that like, if you guys were fans of the original two, uh, the 1974 and the 2006 one, it, you just you, you owe it to yourselves to at least watch this one. I would at least give this one a watch, just even, even if it's just one time to get an honest opinion about it. Because I did sort of like the fact that it strayed from the Billy Agnes story because it's like, really, where the fuck were you going to go with that without it looking exactly like the 2006 one without the gross out factor? But, um, it there was just a lot, just very triggering. Um. So, but again, trigger warning. Having that, you know, in hand, remembering that aspect of it, you should owe itself. I I would watch it. I I still would. I'm just I'm just kind of one of these people where I'm like, unless I unless I hear it's an absolute dumpster fire, I'm still gonna watch it. If I've seen the original, I'm I'm going to see the remake. I yeah. am. Unless I just hear people are like, oh my god, no. You know?
0: Like, <laughs> just,
1: like, please don't. I usually don't <laughs>
0: listen to reviews because nine times out of ten I don't oh, agree with yeah, them. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, me either. Like I was so. telling Becky earlier, the one I did agree with was Slender Man, that was very rare that I agree with an actual review. But I have
1: two words. Phone Booth. One of the worst movies I ever saw in my life.
0: And apparently that one got good reviews And she's like bitch what the
1: fuck It got so many good reviews back when it came out Like literally forever and a day ago And it was such an awful movie. <laughs> it, was
0: so, it was so bad <laughs> It was so You're bad You're like when is this over
1: <laughs>
0: People are like okay stop
1: Alright guys um, Next week is an interesting one. So I'm sure First you guys... First of all, we
0: ain't doing this on Christmas. <laughs> let you
1: yeah. Know. <laughs> 25th is on a Wednesday. We will bring... We will be bringing the podcast to you on the 27th. So it will be the Friday after all of the festivities. Um, And I'm sure you guys are probably wondering since we're keeping up with a Christmas theme, where the hell we are going with a haunted location. The North Pole. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Climate change is horrible.
0: Um, (laughs) I mean, the horrors (laughs) of it all. We're
1: we're not, we're not going there. No. Um, But it is about a place where I actually found out about this place on, um, I know I've mentioned them before mile higher podcast. I don't, I don't think mile higher actually did the episode about it, but I think it might've been one of Kendall's um, true crime episodes. So Kendall Ray has her own podcast page on YouTube and she does a lot of true crime episodes. And I believe that this was one that she personally did not an episode that mile higher podcast did. And it's called the uh, Los Feliz F E L I Z murder house. Um, it's a pretty crazy story. An entire family was murdered in California and the house was just left there, (laughs) like abandoned. And it's just, it's just, it's just a really wacky, crazy fucked up story. And the house is haunted and yeah, it's a pretty wacky story. From start to finish. So I'm
0: excited to learn yeah. about this. I'm one, sure a personally. lot of you guys
1: probably have never heard of it. Um, if you want to get a jump start on it, like I said, look up Kendall Ray on YouTube. And on her page, she did do a quick, like 20 minute video about it. So um, if you guys haven't heard of it, it's really worth watching her channel to get some info about it because I had never heard of it until she talked about it. And it is a crazy fucking story. Like, I want more ghost hunters to go to this place shall we go I want legitimate evidence of if this place is fucking haunted walks into the house (laughs) yep Uh, haunted got it and we're out okay
0: (laughs) that's a wrap you just walked in exactly yeah we got it (laughs) we got it (laughs) we got all we needed we're good we got it Got it. So so, sorry guys that it's going to be a little bit late this month, but I'm sure you all understand everybody's going to be busy anyway with all the hustle and bustle of Christmas happening. Just want to say a very Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all of you because obviously we're not coming back until after Christmas. So Mm -hmm. hope you guys have a great Christmas. Be safe. Enjoy time with your family, friends. If you're chilling by yourself, enjoy time alone. You know, sometimes it is good to just spend time alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna not gonna knock that. You're like not gonna lie. Get some eggnog, it's spike it.
1: Kinda of nice to be by yourself.
0: Oh by my <laughs> For Christmas. <laughs> that would that's perfect if it's uh... Anyway, a word from our sponsor. Sponsor. Calm your body down. That's pretty good. Thanks. That was that Carol of the Bell little mix in there. Thanks.
1: Okay. So (laughs) as of tonight, which is the 18th, uh, there are two more days left for the 40% off Christmas sale. Um, Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, 40, all one word, is the coupon code you want to use. Um, It will also work with the DFWTO for free shipping. So everything needs to be ordered by the 20th to guarantee that you will get it by Christmas. So um, that will be in two more days as of tonight. So, um, guys, order, 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 order. Um, there will be some sales going on after Christmas, obviously, to thin out some inventory. Um, and then some new products coming after the new year. But make sure you take advantage of that Christmas sale if you want anything um, for Christmas gifts. Uh, great stocking stuffers. So, um, order up and thank you for all the support and Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, Festivus, all that good stuff. Thanks.
0: Calm your body down. 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 Calm your, <laughs> calm your body <laughs> I'm Like, oh my God. She was like, Jesus. <laughs> um, also, guys, this is, has nothing to do with horror at all, but Star Wars is coming out tomorrow. And <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs>
1: Sorry if that busted anybody's eardrums open. I don't know how loud. That okay, that didn't
0: look that loud. That wasn't that bad. That was I was able bad. to suck it in a scream without it being like in it a, a scream. Suck it or Suck. Oh, <Blay-Blue. laughs> look,
1: what the, Where the fuck did that come from? But you yeah, I'm very t- excited. We cannot wait. We are seeing it after Christmas. Please don't fucking post spoilers, people.
0: Listen. Thanks and be merry. Two things in this entire world piss me off when they're spoiled. Other, well, the other thing can't be spoiled anymore because it's done. But I don't really care much if things are spoiled for me. But if someone spoiled Game of Thrones, bitch, I would cut a bitch. And Star Wars. Don't. (laughs) Endgame got spoiled for me, y'all was not part of one of the people people that died. I found out about that shit. And I know people are going to be assholes about this shit too. So if I kind of take a hiatus from Twitter, just shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just, I, I don't know how many more times I can say it. Just be respectful of people when movies come out and stuff comes out. Like, just don't, don't do that. You know, some of us for financial reasons or family reasons or whatever, can't go opening fucking night and see it the day before it fucking comes out like some people can. So just be respectful. Like, you know, even when we do podcasts like we did tonight. So it's will it been since Friday that Black Christmas came out, and we gave more than a fair warning that we were going to be giving spoilers. And so if you listened, that was on your own terms. But if you didn't, great. Go see the movie and make your own judgment on it. But, yeah, just... please don't do that (laughs) please let please let the other star wars fans that will not get a chance to see it when it comes out give give them a chance to enjoy it so i'm so excited um also if you haven't seen the mandalorian yet i need you to get your life because baby yoda is everything i know i'm sorry she's talking to me
0: In my defense, I'm rewatching the entire series with my roommate who hasn't seen them all. You are, and that's fine. So, and I'm glad you are, because she needs to do that. Especially she, especially because she's going with us. She needs to do that. She doesn't <laughs> even know who the fuck Ray is, and oh, that's a problem.
1: Okay. Girl.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna need you... <laughs> She I is. mean, she knows who she is because bless this girl's heart. Guys, listen to this. Last year, all I did was rant about Ray. <laughs> like, I just, I was like, oh my God, Ray is everything to me. And I just love Ray still to this day. Oh my God, Ray is everything to me. So she got me a Ray she's a great, ornament. She's a great character. She got me an ornament. Because she works at Hallmark. She got me the Ray ornament from Hallmark. So I actually might have a decent idea to do something with her and Chucky. Like my tiny Chucky. Oh, my God. My brain's like, ideas. (laughs) This would be really funny. Chucky photo shoots. So, guys, to give you a Christmas gift, because I've had a lot of people tell me that they love this voice. Jolly old Saint Nicholas. (laughs) Lean your ear this way. (laughs) Don't you tell a single soul when I'm gonna shy. Christmas Eve is coming soon now, you dear old man. Wish for what you bring to me, tell me if you can. But you ought not go to Pat Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays. We'll see you Merry next Christmas. week. Bye. Bye.